0: visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: The decisions you make in your health choices can truly reflect the current and future course of your life. Welcome to Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom, with your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook. Our show will bring leading-edge expertise to deep challenges faced by individuals and humanity. We'll draw on ancient wisdom as well as the latest research from our diverse guests. Now, here is Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook.
2: Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm pleased to be here with you today. We're looking at Empower Your Life Through Spiritual Guidance, Learning How to Listen. Hello, are you listening? This is your inner voice calling. Do you know how spirit speaks to and through you? Have you ever wondered if the information you are getting is spiritual guidance or just your displaced ego making things up? These topics and more will be addressed with helpful hints to awaken the voice within. We're pleased that you can be here with us today. And my goal is to help this to be a very practical show for you where we can explore topics that are of interest to you and very practical and then come up with ways on how you can address what's going on in your life. The first question we're going to look at, what is your voice within saying? What is your voice within saying? To take a look at this topic, I'm going to explore how you can uh, determine different things that happen to you to know whether it's spiritual guidance or not. And I'll be giving you a variety of different examples to um, explore this topic so that you can perhaps find one that most relates to you. The first story I'm going to be talking about is uh, one that happened to my, one of my sons when he was about 12 years old. He wanted to visit me at my healing center in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada after school one day. He had only been to the center once before, and he was driven in the car. He had never walked there on his own. But this day, he decided to come on his own and to see, uh, to visit me where I was working. As he started, he came across two streets, and he didn't know which one to take. He paused. He went inside. And then he saw a smiley face appear on one of the corner street corners, and he knew that was the right street to take. And that's what he did. Spirit spoke to him in pictures. The lesson from this story is intuitive guidance can come in many forms in our lives. What comes in suits our personality, our age. In our lifestyle. In this case, a young boy followed his instincts from the simple image that his spiritual guidance sent to him, and it produced positive results. There are many stories like this that capture the lessons that I want to address in Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom. It's from things like these that occurred in my personal life and with the clients that I served that spurred me on to find ways on how to share with others how they can tune into and find how spiritual guidance is working in your lives. I'm going to give you a few other examples to perhaps help you to clue into ways of things that occurred to you and... um, Uh, Maybe get a clue of how Spirit then has spoken to you throughout the years. This was another one that uh, pertained to one of my other children, one of my other boys. He announced to me one weekend that he was going hang gliding. This was a new sport for him and one that brought intense anxiety as a parent as I thought about it. I almost wish he didn't tell me where he was going because I was leaving for the weekend to go teach out of town and um, started becoming very anxious about uh, uh, concern for my son. But I left, and I was—it um, uh, was lunchtime during one of the breaks at uh, uh, where I was teaching out of town, and all at once my son came into awareness. And I started uh, being concerned and I said to the people I was with, you know, I'm tuning in to my son now and I told him this story and I invited them if they would say a prayer with me for him just for a few minutes in whatever way that they chose to pray so that I could send him energetic support for what was happening to him. The members of the group did it. We didn't do it using one particular spiritual or religious orientation, we all did it in our own way. When I went home that evening, uh, or the next day when I got back in town, I asked my son about his trip, and he said, Mom, man, was it ever scary. I didn't go hang gliding. What I did, though, is uh, I went whitewater rafting. And I fell out of the boat and I had in one hand an oar and in the other hand my designer sunglasses that I didn't want to let go of. So um, what happened to me is I got trapped underneath a big rock and I knew that if I didn't do something that uh, I'd be in big trouble and that I could drown. But all at once I realized that I called on different energy to help support me, and suddenly I got a burst of energy, pushed against the oar, and got free. Well, you can imagine how relieved he was and I was not hearing the news. And from this, this is a lesson that I learned. We are all energetically connected, both in and out of awareness. When something comes to you, act on it, and it may save lives. The more you focus your energy this way, the better able you will be to know what and how guidance comes to and through you. Each one will have their own journey. It will tie into what age you are, like I said, what your experiences are, and from that, give you an opportunity to... uh, Test out how you can listen inside and be the director of your own life journey. I want to describe, I was reading in a guidepost the other day, a wonderful story about the whales and how a whale's heavenly healing touch seemed to save a woman's life. This was a very inspiring story to me and captures another point I want to make. The story in this case was the woman um, who lived in Alaska was um, um, recently diagnosed with cancer when she noticed a lump and found out that she needed to go for treatment. She was visiting family in the United in the um, on the mainland, I think it was in um uh Connecticut, and she found that uh while she was there, she decided to go for treatment and became very, very ill and very debilitated as a result, it was hard for her to She wanted to be back home. She wanted to be involved in what was going on and be with her family and her life's work and what she did was research and study the whales and couldn't. So at one point, she decided to imagine that she was there with them. And in doing so, she found that she began to see the whale that came in her mind's eye. She reached out to touch the fin. And the minute she felt the cool, rubbery skin, she felt a pulse surge through her. The whale's immense strength and vitality seemed to travel into her arm and into her body. She had no explanation for this. She noticed she started getting better. And her husband called her from Alaska and said that... uh, uh, it was so strange that this one whale that they had been trying to track for a long time suddenly came and was willing to be tagged, and he had avoided being tagged for a long time. And she said something happened that he came up, was willing to be tagged, and she began to uh, pour her energy into thinking about connecting with the energy of this wonderful animal who was very far away on the other side of the world. She had no scientific explanation for why the elusive uh, matriarch suddenly allowed herself to be tagged. But one thing she knew is that her life was now changed. At her greatest moment of weakness, the whale came forward and saved her was on the other side of the world. So this is some of the stories we're going to be talking about and more, and giving you some definite clues on how we can empower our life and our journey by looking at our experiences, by following what is passionate and important to us, and allowing the energy of that to connect deeply to our soul and help us on our path. So... Stay tuned and listen further as we give you some more simple talk, profound wisdom, and um, some examples and ways on how you can expand in your life in new ways and become empowered through spiritual guidance.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness.
1: Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com. For workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing, these holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press, NC, provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press, NC when you visit EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's distant education programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook is director of the Complementary Therapies programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs, preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both masters and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's a k a m a i university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com.
3: live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, on the 7th Wave Network.
0: This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
1: This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Joe at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats.
2: Welcome back. At this point, we're going to look at how do you know that you're guided? How do you know the information that's coming to you is something that you need to follow? I'll explore with you some different kind of options that I have found worked with my clients and students and family members. And first of all, it's important that you believe that you can and will be guided. This opens up the possibilities for it to happen. Then start observing everything around you. Notice what comes into your space. What animals come, the weather, what comes up on the news, different people you meet. Do you take on their energy or do you transform them? How can you tell the difference? Do you feel uplifted or down when in the presence of another Do their issues or problems overwhelm you and cloud your thinking and sense of well-being? If this is true, take time to rebalance and regain your center. The simple ways to do this are to bring sunlight inside of you by thinking about what you enjoy in life. Take time to notice the sunset, the plants, the animals, the smiles on the faces of the people around you, or you smiling and sharing your smile with them. Gently touch your arm or your shoulder with a loving touch to acknowledge who you are. Many times we are sense-deprived, and don't have the opportunity to feel or to experience sensations that make us feel good. Remember happy memories, experiences with the person. I'm recalling I had a student once in St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada, who was working in an agency where Many of the women who had been abused by their spouses were having a very hard time. And they would talk about uh, the clients uh, uh, and uh, report their despair of, I'm going to get that person who did thus and so. And so my student in training, she was a master's student in, in nursing. She started saying, we need to do something to get these people I had to stop and remind her that the people we serve are both the person who is the victim and the person who does something to harm another person. We need to change the world in both ways. We need to both protect, nourish, and comfort those who have been harmed and find new ways on how to help people who do harmful things to turn that around. One thing you can do is focus on stating, I'm letting go of hurt, anguish, sadness, as those events connected a moment in time, and now I want my life to be different. If you keep thinking about what your problems are or what you're worried about, your life will become that. Know that you are in charge of your destiny and life can be better. Affirm that and work towards being that being part of my life. There are nine signs that you are on the right path I'll list these, and I want you to think about evaluating where you are in your life. The first one is, you are feeling inspired, driven, and guided. This doesn't necessarily mean all the time, but on the whole, your life, you find that there are things you want to do, you want to accomplish, and uh, you're following an inner voice or an inner wisdom that creates a path for you to go forward with. The second thing is you can become and stay focused. You get things done. You complete a goal, not only partially do it, but see it to its end. An additional sign is people listen to you and want to be around you. Another one is you find morning brings enthusiasm and excitement. You're ready to get up to start your day, and you have a plan and a goal. One of the things when I started developing um, in and listening closer to spiritual guidance, I used to be awakened in the middle of the night around 3 or 3.30. And I couldn't understand what it was or what was happening to me. And finally, it dawned upon me, it was spiritual guidance trying to reach me. And I said, what are you doing? Why are you waking me up in the middle of the night? And immediately I heard a voice that said, you don't listen during the day. You're too busy. You're always doing things rather than listening. So we decided to connect with you in the middle of the night so that you take time to listen to what we have to say. So what I said was, can I fix a set a deal with you? How about you wake me up maybe an hour or half an hour or even two hours before I actually have to get up? and give the information to me so I can go to good night's rest. Once I made this agreement with my spiritual guidance, I found that it worked. And that's what I want to mention to you. A relationship with your spiritual guidance is one that you can direct. You are in charge of your life and your destiny and how guidance can come to and through you. Back to the different signs on your path. Number five is you find the resources to do what you want to do. You find the resources to do what you want to do. I'm remembering a brief story about that example. And it goes back to when I was in Salt Lake City and I was director of the graduate program in nursing there. Uh, In addition, I had a full-time private practice or a part-time private practice on the side. And I volunteered with Hospice of Salt Lake and I was pregnant. So part of what we do in hospice work is we're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if the client needs us. And so I looked at my life and I said, how impossible it appeared that I really could meet that challenge when the family I was caring for needed me. So what I did was I prayed that I would find the resources to be available to the family when they needed me and how they needed me. And it happened. So that's what taught me, we, when something looks like an impossible situation, we can find the resources when we connect fully with spiritual guidance. Another clue is you own up to your faults and make plans to get better and to do better. This is something people hesitate to do at times where they don't pay attention to not only what their strengths are but their weaknesses We all have weaknesses and must look at new ways of doing things to get better and to be better. Our spiritual guidance is part helping us to do that and explore it as well. The seventh clue is you face your problems and challenges willingly. And what that means is that at times you may Uh, Be worried about how you're going to deal with it, but you don't ignore it. You face it head on. You also accept who you are. You accept what you can do and just be the best that you can be. The ninth one is you approach life as I'm okay and you're okay. Finding win-win solutions in life is really where we're all heading. We need to achieve our goals not in putting someone else down, but actually finding ways on helping to build other people up while at the same time we follow our dreams and our visions. So in summary... Look at where you are on your path. Once you tap into your spiritual guidance, you will have the resources to transform your life based on empowering spiritual values of your choice rather than input from what others say you should be doing or should not be doing. The world needs more spiritually guided leaders and followers that make wise decisions based on values that enhance life, give energy, and help you to know you are on the right path. So take some time to look at what are your values. Are you really doing what you want with your life? Have you followed your dream? Last Saturday, when I was at the at uh, North Hills in Raleigh, North Carolina, at the farmers market, I stopped by one of the booths, and the women there, who had wonderful array of different um, jams that she had made and jellies, was very excited in explaining to me the ingredients and different things that she had, and what she said to me affected me in a deep way. She said, I'd left my corporate job and now am doing what I'd love to do, which is to prepare good food and share it with another person. This woman did what I'm talking about. She moved from what her life had been and earning a living in one set way and decided she'd follow her dream and her passion and make this what her life would be. Think about where you are, what are your values, and are you where you want to be?
0: Be Visionary This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
1: Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com. For workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing, these holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press, NC, provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press, NC when you visit EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's distant education programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook is director of the Complementary Therapies programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs, preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both masters and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's a k a m a i university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com.
0: The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
1: This is Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Joe at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats.
2: Hi, welcome back. A couple of things I want to share with you are some wellness intentions that I developed a number of years ago to use as a resource um, to guide my life and to help my students and clients. I'm going to share two with you now. The first one is one of the wellness intentions called wisdom. True wisdom comes from a higher source channeled to and through you from an open heart. Ego-based thinking and actions leads to lower aspects of life. Go within to connect to inner wisdom. Become at one with spirit. Rest. Relax. Then open to the source of all true wisdom. Each of us on our path have come across many people who have, had, who have inspired us, who've encouraged us, mentored us or supported us. Take the opportunity to do this on a regular basis in your life. Notice the little things that occur. One of the funny stories I like to tell frequently is about my dog, Pups. Pups isn't really a puppy anymore. She is now uh, 80 pounds, so she doesn't quite fit for the name puppy. But the exciting thing about puppy is she is very strong. She's very full of life and very loving, And the first thing in the morning, what she wants to do is to connect with me. She wants me to play with her. She wants me to love her and to love me back. What I found uh, when I first experienced this, I thought this over-exuberance in the morning. It's like, am I ready for this? So what I decided to do, no, I am ready for this. I need more play in my life. I would love to have additional love and sharing and caring. So when I would place my hand on her early in the morning, I would take on board the extra energy that she has. And I noticed, in fact, it did fill me up. So this is one of the things I want to share with you. Notice what is in your life. What is bringing you joy? What is bringing you comfort? What helps you on a new path? Recently, I've supported my sister and her husband in moving into a new home. This is their third move that they had to do this year, and uh, it's been very challenging for all of us. And then one of my young friends in Dallas, Texas, had moved into her first home. And I was inspired to send a gift to her, and this gift was one from my heart to her, and I created this way to celebrate and have a ceremony in moving into their new home and dedicating this space to what they want their life to be, both for this young girl and for my sister and her husband. It's not just the busyness that we do that makes a difference. What it is, is take time to explore what is in the heart. What do we want our home life to be like? Do we want a bouncy dog? Or at times, as our animals age, or we age, do we need to um, find new ways to help support ourselves and to support them. At different stages of our life, there will be changes, and learning how to embrace these changes are important things we need to look at. Another wellness intention card I'd like to read from you is called Transformation. This card says, Transform your life through prayer, meditation, And reflection on all that is important to you. Trust the universe as a gift from source that guides your way. Lift your thoughts up to the higher road. And leave behind those thoughts and energy that tear you down and tear others down. The power rests in what you choose to do or not do. The message from this wellness intention came to life for me when I was teaching out of the country and um, was having a very difficult time. It was about the third year I was at this university. I was in a leadership role and had a lot of responsibilities. I dreaded going to work. I started looking at what I didn't like about work. And part of it was there were so, com- so many committee meetings, things didn't get done. They were always talked about getting done, and very little getting done was getting done. The other thing I noticed, there was a lot of gossiping going on, and I too joined in on the gossiping. And I realized that I came away and felt bad. I knew if I was going to stay another year at the university, which I knew I needed to do because it was either September or October by this point, I either had to change me in some way or it was going to be a very difficult year. So I decided I would change me. What I did is I explored the things I didn't like and noticed what I could do to make a difference. I looked at all the meetings I had to go to, and I was required to go to it because I was an administrator. But I had to be there in physical presence. It didn't mean my mind had to be there all the time. So I'd go and I'd sit in the front row, and I'd look at the speaker, And I would look like I was totally listening to everything they were saying. And in my mind, I was exploring what I wanted to think about. Every so often, I would check in to see if they were saying something I needed to pay attention to. And a lot of times, they weren't. So then it didn't become such a burden anymore to go to all of those meetings where things weren't getting done. The next thing I looked at was the gossiping. And I noticed, where were people gossiping? And I'd go, in the coffee room. And I thought, I think I won't go there anymore. I don't want to gossip about other people. I want to have positive experiences in my life. And that's what I chose to do. And the last thing, I started looking at, what do I like? And I realized I loved the students. I loved hanging out with the students, um, I loved uh, helping them with their projects, encouraging them and supporting them. And so that's really what I focused my time on. That year turned out to be the best year of my life. The clue is, if things aren't going right in your life, find a way on what needs to be changed and what you do like and to access uh, accent that more we can shape our own destiny you're learning to listen to so- listen inside you're learning to find the clues that help and support you what makes a difference to you they're little things they're subtle things their uh, family and friends oh here's a story on my sister I know she's listening and she may laugh when I tell this story she is one of my biggest supporters and so if I'm having a hard day one thing I'll do is I'll call her and share what's going on for me so I didn't I completed sharing one of my drama pieces till after I finished she shared one of hers so I said Carolyn I'm the one who's supposed to be talking about my hard day, not talking about your hard day. So with that, we both laughed and both felt better. There are two important things around this topic. One, we need a support system. We need to find someone or some ones who can help us through the difficult times. Find who that is find what will make a difference in your life and then pursue that. And that's what the goal is. The topic is the closeness, the sharing, to know actually when you're sharing with family members when and if it's becoming too much a burden for them. Be caring, be thoughtful, be a listener, but realize Not only do you need to listen to someone else and their needs, but you also need to be listened to. So take time and go to the ones who listen to you as well. Another piece related to that one time when I couldn't reach anybody and I was dealing with a really big problem, in fact, I was driving in the car. I thought, I don't have anyone to talk to right now, but I need support. So what I chose to do is to talk out loud and talk to spiritual guidance. And as if there was a spiritual guide in my car traveling with me, I poured out all what I was struggling with and asked for help. Surprisingly enough, what happened Later on is the answer to my prayers came about. I was thrilled and pleased that I took the time to reshape my own energy by reaching out. I know some people would say I don't have anyone to talk to, but I want you to know there is spiritual guidance out there for all of us. In particular, there are angels there who want to help support you and to guide you. And by the way, I want to mention any of you who are interested in, in receiving a special reading for me can go to my website and check out that I have a special code or for a free angel reading for those to enter a drawing for it. And the special code for an additional prize is, I believe in angels. So keep that in mind, and if you'd like to enter in for an angel reading, send it to me. And also add, I believe in angels, and we have an additional gift for you that we'll share. So thank you for listening and looking at some of the things on ways we can help ourselves and help others, and learning how to live in balance between the two. What works out, how we can um, be supportive, and how we can support others. And after we come back from the last break, I want you to look at how to shake the influence others have on you. Look at what emotions that limit your ability to think clearly and wisely. In energy medicine, we have some tools that not only enhance guidance, but provides a guiding light to show the way. We'll be back with you in a few minutes and explore some of these other options.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change.
1: Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both Master's and Doctoral Education in Complementary Therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I-University.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. Are you interested
3: in finding out more about divine guidance? We all possess special gifts in this world, and sometimes finding out more about them and how to use them can help us get through some of the difficult parts of our lives. Tune in to Elemental Balance, Soul and Spirit Guidance with host Phyllis Valois. Phyllis is an intuitive and medium who will use her gifts to help you find out more about your gifts. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. The Seventh Wave Channel on
0: the Voice America Network.
1: This is Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Joe at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats.
2: Thank you for joining us again, and uh, I want to share with you, our announcer said, listening to the guest, and um, in our following shows that come up, we will be having uh, guest speakers. Our next show will be um, next Wednesday, and the title is The Energetics of Healthy Politics, and uh, Voice for Hope, Healers of Planet Oak. Earth will be discussing um, some options we have, and joining us will be uh, the president, uh, Jim Turner of Voice for Hope, and Denise Lewis Pimshaw, who will um, guide us in this process. The week after that, we will be exploring laughter with Steve Beerman, who will help us to laugh and find new ways to energize our life through that special medium. I met uh, Steve a number of years ago and was very impressed with his work, and his book with Bruce Lipton on, um, has helped led the way to some interesting insights that can help us find how we can reshape our um, lives in our organization, and it'll be a nice addition. So look forward to, on our following shows, we will have additional people who will join us as guest speakers. And one of my key teachers is Lama Suri Das, and I had the privilege of hosting him here in North Carolina at my healing center at the Triangle Holistic Center in Durham, North Carolina. And the topic that he addressed was the big questions, finding your own answers to life's essential mysteries, the sacred art of questioning. And his wisdom is very profound. And one of the things he, he talked about is what is happiness and where can it be found? His answer was, happiness is part of our natural state. Only obscured by attachments that veil our radiant innate nature and limit our potential. What we seek, we are. Learned optimism and flexibility contribute a great deal to resetting happiness levels. Lot of wisdom in that message, Surrey. Thank you. The other question he asked, what is the meaning of life and what is my purpose here? The question can't be answered in any definitive sense, nor should it paralyze us with doubts and hesitation. It is useful to keep the inquiry alive by recasting the question in various ways, year by year, day by day, moment by moment. Keep your heart open to the mystery and freshness of aliveness. I'm struck by the importance of that. and noticing now, as I enter the senior part of my life, I'm asking new questions. I'm looking at new things. What do I want my life to be? Now that my children are growing, have families of their own, I've done almost everything I wanted to do and needed to do throughout my life. Now what? So it is important we continue to ask questions. We begin, we continue to explore who am I? It's the last question from Lama Suri Das. He said, Spiritual self-inquiry is the most incisive and direct tool for accessing the depths of insight and self-knowledge inherent in this question. The truth is that what we call the self is only a bundle of aggregates that constantly shift. Don't just think the question. Feel it. Sense it in every way that you can. My youngest son's first child was born August the 1st. Beautiful baby and delight to our family. I was aware, maybe more so than my son, of the change in his life now that he has a child. In all the things he used to do very spontaneously have to be rethought of as he needs to consider. I'm not an individual with my partner. We are now a family. There are three of us. He's focused on that part of his life where I, as his mother and grandmother, look back and see where he is. I remember when I was at that point when he was first born, what my life was then, the choices that I made, and how I did what I did. Each of us, each of us is on a journey that constantly shifts. We look at where we are and who we are, what we do, where we're going, and we what what we want to have happen with our lives. I'm going to close with an affirmation to help you to look at things in a new way. These are from another card deck that I have. These are the affirmation card decks. And the one I want to describe is wisdom. Embrace wisdom from source who gives insight that goes beyond ordinary knowing. The spiritual heart is a storehouse of wisdom and provides you with nourishing insights that guide and inspire you. Affirmation. I embrace wisdom from source and am willing to be led. I invite you to look at where you've been or where you are now, where you've been, and where you want to go. Make plans for your future. Take time on introspection. Connect to your spiritual guidance. Find a way to be shown the way to what support you need to want to give and receive. And in enclosing, the affirmation on gratitude, Gratitude empowers and uplifts you to a higher state of being. The affirmation is, I give and receive gratitude daily. In closing, I want to give gratitude to my personal and extended family, especially my three sons. Family relationships are the center and the joy of life. Thank you for giving meaning and value to what is important in life. By sending out love and appreciation, we make the world a better place. Take time now, in this moment, to remember who and what you are grateful for. I invite you to join us this Saturday on the Energy Medicine Exchange They're having their seventh international webinar with Pioneers of Energy Medicine. It's going to be by pets and about pets. With and about pets, I will be speaking on what are animals saying to us, how to help them, and how to help ourselves. So thank you for joining me, and I look forward to visiting with you next week for some more Wise Chats.
1: Thanks again for being a part of Wise Chats. Please join your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook, again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope that you have a great week.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network.